Welcome to the ongoing story of the Bible, Season 7, Prophets Warn. Now the first of Judah's people are living as captives in exile in Babylon. Some live as servants in the royal courts, while others work in the cities. Now the prophet Jeremiah writes a letter to the people who are taken to Babylon. It says, Settle down, do not be deceived by false prophets, and serve the cities where you are prisoners. Episode 6 A picture paints a thousand words. God says that Babylon's rule will last 70 years and then God will answer the people's prayers. Shemaiah, a prophet in exile, writes back to the temple authorities in Jerusalem. He asks the priest Zephaniah to put Jeremiah in prison with an iron collar around his neck. Zephaniah tells Jeremiah and he responds with a message from God of punishment for Shemaiah. Meanwhile, in Nebuchadnezzar's court, four exiled young Hebrew men start three years training. They become wise men, scholars. They learn Babylon's language, literature, and culture, but refuse to eat unkosher meat and only eat vegetables. Their tutor, the court chief eunuch, is worried, but miraculously they stay healthy, healthier than the other students. The young men are renamed. Daniel, meaning God is my judge, becomes Belshazzar, keeper of the treasures of Bel, a Babylonian god. Hananiah, meaning Yahweh is God, is renamed Shadrach, meaning inspiration of the sun. Mishael, meaning who belongs to God, is renamed Meshach, of the goddess Shaka, a worship of the sun. Aesaria, meaning Yahweh helps, is renamed Abednego, meaning servant of the shining fire. Now Nebuchadnezzar has a strange dream and demands an interpretation from his court wise men. But he won't tell them the dream, so they say they can't interpret it. Nebuchadnezzar orders the execution of all his wise men, including the four Hebrews. So Daniel, now renamed Belshazzar, asks God to tell him Nebuchadnezzar's dream and its interpretation. He then asks for an audience with the king. Daniel tells King Nebuchadnezzar that in his dream he saw a bright, scary metal object, a figure. It had a gold head, silver arms and breasts, a bronze belly and thighs, iron legs and feet of iron and clay. A stone hit the figure and its feet. It falls. Then the stone becomes a mountain which fills the earth. Daniel says that different metals in the figure represent future kingdoms in the world. The gold head represents Nebuchadnezzar, the Babylonian superpower, but this empire will be replaced by an inferior kingdom, hence the figure's silver arms and breasts. Then another inferior kingdom will reign the whole earth, represented by the bronze belly and thighs. Then, as iron breaks everything, a new kingdom will smash the others. The clay and iron feet represent divided kingdoms. The stone represents God's final kingdom, which would destroy all others and rule the whole earth. Now Nebuchadnezzar saves the wise men's lives, promotes Daniel and worships his God. Meanwhile, the priest Ezekiel, living in exile in Babylon near the river Chaba, 500 miles from Judah, has a vision. He is now 30 years old, the time when God's priests are anointed. 
In Ezekiel's vision, he sees a storm brewing in the north. There is lightning and flashing. Then an amazing, powerful chariot appears, pulled by four creatures, each with four different faces. One human, one a lion, one an ox, and the other an eagle. The chariot is covered in a crystal dome, and it moves in a straight line. The chariot's wheels have wheels within them, all covered in eyes, and its passenger is bronze and glows with all the colours of the rainbow. It is God, and he speaks to Ezekiel, calling him Son of Man. God says he is sending him to speak to his rebellious people. God gives him a scroll to read and then tells him to eat it. Now Ezekiel will speak God's words of warning. Now God gets Ezekiel to act out a siege of Jerusalem, using a brick to represent the city. So Ezekiel lies on his left side for 390 days, each day representing a year of Israel's punishment. Then he lies on his right side for 40 days, representing 40 years of Judah's punishment. God asks Ezekiel to eat specific food and to cook it over a fire of his own human dung. Ezekiel begs God not to prepare his food in this unclean way, so God allows him to bake over animal dung, but says that the exiles will have to eat forbidden food. God also says that Jerusalem will run out of food and water. You can read these stories in the books of Jeremiah, Ezekiel and Daniel. The Bible Library shows that we are all part of the same story. Old Testament books establish God's relationship with man. The books put the Hebrews center stage to demonstrate the faithfulness and holiness of their God. The scripture's purpose is that through the Hebrews, God's blessing will be brought to the entire world. The Bible lists the firstborn to receive inheritance, and throughout the story, the firstborn has a key role. Israel is the nation called God's firstborn son, and God told Abraham that through his seed, all nations, all peoples on earth would be blessed. The Bible library of 66 books brings together one interconnected story. You can view the big picture, the meta-narrative, the overall, or you can view the unique scene, the micro-story. It's a bit like using Google Earth, you can zoom in, or you can zoom out. Once you start to see the story scenes in the Bible and characters in context of the greater whole, the overall picture has more depth and meaning. Listen in for the next instalment of the ongoing Bible story. These podcasts, called Full Circle, are based on the author's best knowledge at the time of production. They have been created from the Bible texts, commentaries and historical studies. The Bible is God's living word and its story and learning is unfolding and ongoing. Thanks to Bible translators, some of whom gave their lives to give us its words, you can delve into its pages and start your own journey of discovery today.